welcome to the Wed Pro Podcast, the podcast for Wed Pros no matter their stage. We are your hosts, Katie and Roxy, and this is the Wed Pro Podcast. Hey, lovely listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Wed Pro Podcast. This is our first episode in 2024. Happy New Year! Here's a here's a little uh, insight into how podcasts are how our, our podcast is um, recorded. We're obviously well, maybe not so obviously on a prereq because this is coming out straight after New Year, and we will be spending time with the family mm-hmm. and having much needed time off and away from the business. We hope that you've been able to have a little bit of time away from your business as well, and we like to do this, don't we? Because it, I just think pausing gives you energy it gives you clarity yeah it really helps you realize where you want to go forward and also it really helps with that creativity as well so we're on a prereq we're recording this before christmas just because we wanted to bring you more content and today's episode we're really excited about we've got some amazing trends to discuss as to what's going to be We've got some amazing trends to discuss about what's going to be hot and what's not going to be hot on Instagram that are really going to be able to elevate your game for the wedding industry. We know that you spend a load of time doing content, creating content, showing up on Instagram. We know that mobile phones are like an extension of our couple's arms, aren't they? Like they're constantly in their hands. And that especially as we move kind of into like a Gen Z generation of couples now coming in, we're we're looking at like Gen Z being around late 20s, early 30s now. Yeah. That these types of couples enjoy the research process and they are spending a lot of time researching businesses, reading more reviews, enjoying content They love to research. They love to feel empowered by that research and and know that they're making informed decisions about the wedding suppliers that they are booking for their weddings. And they are using social media and Instagram to do that. Aren't they? They literally have have grown up with this. (laughs) Exactly like you said, they've grown up with technology and mobile phones and social media being mega accessible in every part of their lives. So Definitely wedding planning is one of those for the couples that are planning. And I think lots of couples, no matter what era they're in, they and for anything that I plan, actually, it's like, okay, let's get Christmas out of the way and then we can start the planning process. So this is a great time for us to be diving in this into this for you. And we hope you take loads from today's episode. Yeah, I think about like every year, like, there's updates, things change, algorithms change, but also like trends change as well. Like what are people drawn to on social media? What new things can we do on social media? What content should we be creating? And the fundamentals there will always be the same. Build content, create content that builds no line and trust, that sets you up as an expert, that educates, informs, and isn't just sell, sell, sell. But what today's episode is going to talk about it's just the trends that are going to really elevate your business next year. Some of the things that we're seeing, some of our predictions as to what's going to happen over on Instagram in 2024, just so that you can be ahead of the game, 
and create more of the content that is going to be seen by your audience and interactive with your audience as well. Yeah, it's really going to help you level up your social media strategy into 2024 and stand out from your competition because those that don't listen to this ain't going to know about it. So let's talk about the first trend that that is not going to be going away anytime soon. And that is Instagram Reels with over 140 billion daily plays. And I've probably got 2,000 of those. (laughs) It's clear that couples are engaging with short form videos. And this is going to be set to be huge in 2024. And it really is a golden opportunity for your wedding business. Yeah, for sure. Like Instagram reels are massive. It's really funny, actually. If we think about marketing as a whole, mm-hmm. reels are like relatively new in, yeah. in like the marketing game. Like it's only really been the last two to three years. And then we've all been playing around with what works, what doesn't work. But if you're in the wedding industry, like creating reels is just a really great way for you to be able to go viral in your business, for you to get eyes on your content, and also for you to be able to be building up all that no life and trust factor as well. Carousels and photos are making a comeback though and are becoming crucial, but Instagram reels are still the best way to reach the most people on Instagram for sure. So if you're in the wedding industry and you're thinking about ideas, as to how you can incorporate reels into your strategy, some things like behind the scenes moments, sneak peeks of what you're doing, sneak peeks of venue visits, quick tips, before and after, transformations, even things like B-roll content where you may film a part of your day, film you making a coffee and giving a tip. I keep on wanting to do more B-roll content in our business. However, quite often I am not Instagram like ready but do you know what (laughs) this is also something that we need to get over and something actually it doesn't matter people crave authenticity and actually I just need to get over it and just think you know what like be brave I don't need to be glammed making a coffee every day because that isn't my life drop the kids off from school I've come in made I don't even drink coffee so there you go that wouldn't be the one I would be making I'd be making a cup of tea and you'd all be going oh she takes a tea black she doesn't even put milk in it and then I'd be sitting at my desk like I wouldn't be necessarily full makeup on glam how I would if I was on a client form or I was going out to a meeting but day to day in the business when I'm doing admin or work admin I'm not I'm in my comfies, like my whole fleeky. That actually makes I would say that makes better content. It's something that's a little bit different than maybe what others are doing. And I was just thinking how you were saying about reels being relatively new. Remember the days of like the we all thought we had to do the dancing reels or the pointing reel. I know if you actually go back because oh. it was me that was doing that, wasn't it? Like for the business. But that's what was like that that's what everyone yeah. was doing. And it was like covid time and we couldn't be together and it was like yeah i just part of my job to get it done so there are some awfully embarrassing <laughs> don't scroll down and the information is in there the information huh? is top notch and i'm telling you now i'll stand by every single bit of information that is in any of those reels did i need to do the pointing and the love island memes and things like that Probably not, but you know what? It you know what? You may have needed to do that at that time. That was what the trend was. And I felt 
I probably had some fun doing it. Right now, I'm looking back and thinking, what the hell? What the... <laughs> but it is that imperfect action is better than no action. And I think that's something that we all can take away from. I think we've just learned ourselves something there as well. About we yeah. need to get over ourselves. I think that be yeah, just get out of our head a little bit. Like that B roll content is actually like everywhere. And and if you're listening to this thinking, I don't know what B roll content is, it's just that kind of you filming yourself not looking at the camera, getting on with something in your day. Whether that be you know it it, it would have been something like putting together sensationary or something like that. But now actually, it's just into an email. Yeah, replying to an email, walking in the park or. I've even seen B-roll content of people putting their makeup on in the morning. And it's just about getting into that habit of filming parts of your of your day, of your content. Maybe we just need to do a content day and be like, right, let's just that film. That is what we need to do, yeah. Yeah, and that that's a really good tip for you as well. Like, if you could, if you can find half a day where you think, right, I'm going to film some B-roll content, you can repurpose that into lots of different reels where you're giving tips, you're giving advice, you maybe just sharing a little bit of expertise or sharing your take on a trend, telling people about a blog post, anything really you can attach to that. And also you can make B-roll content at weddings too. So just something for you to be thinking about, like are you incorporating reels into your wedding business strategy? It's a really great way to showcase your personality, showcase your expertise, and also stand out and make that connection point with other people as well. We are in one of the best industries for content because we are a creative industry and content needs to be creative. There's so many ways that you can put a spin on it. So I think the overall takeaway from uh, what we've just spoke about there is making sure that going into 2024, that strategy does continue and you tweak it a little bit, but keep on showing up, keep on being consistent and moves will happen for you on Insta. Yeah, reels are not going anywhere. So you need to have them somewhere into your strategy. We're not saying do it loads, but just to have a well-rounded strategy, reels need to be in there. Speaking of strategy, let's have a chat about AI and chatbots. Now, this is like brand new to me. <laughs> Obviously, that last 12 months, maybe even the last six months, really getting stuck into AI and literally chatbots, probably the last couple of months that I've it about them but they are making it a lot easier for wedding businesses to provide quick responses and it's a really great way to maintain that engagement it's like having an automated system that's answering your common questions about your services your availability your prices and the best bit is it frees up time and keeps those potential clients interested and it is building that know like and trust for you a hundred percent. So like those AI chatbots, basically what they do is on your social media, you can integrate them with your social media. So if somebody leaves a comment or messages you a certain word, we've seen it, you may have used it as an end user point of view where you've watched a reel or you've watched a bit of content and then in the caption, somebody has put, say the word Christmas and I will send you my Christmas present guide for 25. Let's say that was a really rubbish example. But... We get the gist. We get the gist. Say the word wedding and I will send you my price guide. That was a better example. There we go. <laughs> and what then happens is when you set up the system so that when somebody comments the word wedding, they automatically get DM'd with your lead magnet or they get DM'd with some information or they get DM'd with a question that keeps them engaged. 
that comes from a chatbot, but also you don't just need it to think about collecting email addresses or providing a resource. You can also use it for automated responses, keeping your couples engaged while you can't be there answering their questions. And you can time it as well. So I've had a play around with this. We definitely need to dive into it a little bit more. We played around with it right before WordCom weekend uh, and WordCom week. And we realized what would happen was that we were going to get tagged in a lot of content at WordCon. So I switched it off. I had a little play with it for a couple of days and then decided, right, we need to spend half a day setting this up properly. But what you can do inside these AI chatbots is you can delay the response between each message. So it looks and appears like it's not a chatbot coming through. And based on the answers that your client gives you, you can redirect them to other places. So this is really great for business owners everywhere, but especially in the wedding industry, where quite often we can feel the pressure to be replying to our couples. We've spoken about having autoresponders on before, directing them, keeping them engaged. And this is just a tool that's going to be able to overall enhance your overall customer service experience and, you know, keeping your potential clients engaged and interested and maybe building that trust factor as well. Like if you're sending those clients over to a helpful resource or lead magnet, your lead magnet, maybe it's a blog or sending them to your gallery, they could be continuing that research phase, continuing to get to know you, nurturing that client, nurturing that couple until they are ready to book you. I love it because it is like the next the next generation auto reply because when that first came out, it was like, oh, brilliant. Like we can direct people who are inboxers when we're busy to somewhere else. But then this is just that next level. And I actually love, and I got excited when I thought about, oh my life, like people can direct, like automatically direct and from one place through into your freebie and then into your nurture sequence by email marketing. Like, yes. <laughs> and, and other things as well, like we know that the algorithm doesn't particularly like you using the words link in bio. Mm-hmm. This is a really great way to get around that. Having people message a word. It's also great for the algorithm because if you've got lots of people commenting on your post, it's going to push out your content even more. So there are some free ones on the market. There are some paid for ones on the market. We've had a play around with ManyChat and it's something that I'm going to continue to play around with in the new year and really spend the time setting it up for our business. But we've had a quick play. We spoke to our clients about it and we they were all really excited mm-hmm. about what they could do inside their wedding business as well. And we are all for things that are going to save you time that don't deflect away from the amazing service and job that you do. If you set this up properly, if you are conscious about the way that you write these messages, if you are directing them and you are being helpful, this is a really great solution for your business. And we're going to just see more and more of it next year. I was just going to say, this, this is going to be about how you set it up. You don't want it to come across spammy. You don't want them to know that it's a chatbot or seems like it's that way it's got to be really thought through so if you are going to go down this route definitely take your time do the research and as you said i was just going to say about like the message replies 
it's the way you write them, it's how you come across, it's really, really important. Or get in touch with somebody that's a copywriter and has got experience with nurturing clients. If you wanted to sit on a power hour with us, or if you wanted us to take a little look at either your nurture sequence in this or your nurture sequence overall in your business, we could do that on an hour's call or we could look to implement that for you. Mm-hmm. have to work with us. If you know that all of this tech is new and you haven't got the time or the inclination to, to get on with it, that's why we offer implementation services, don't we? Because I am the type of person that wants things done yesterday. And this is the best way we can work with clients. When clients are like, you know what? Sometimes I want to learn with you. Can we be supported on a call? Absolutely. And then other times they want to be like, okay, I want to have a really good understanding of it. I'd like to pull pull you in to come in completely and get it done. You could have this done in like a day and we would set it all up for you. So don't feel, yes, this is something that you want to have your eye over, but remember you should be outsourcing things in your business if you don't feel like you're an expert. You don't have to outsource it to us, but outsource it to somebody that is going to come in and do an amazing job for you. Yeah, it is really important to remember that you don't have to be able to do like every single thing in, in your business. And that is okay. Like, this is why we, we do what we do to help you. So now let's have a chat about SEO on Instagram and this is something that we predicted that was going to be big in 2023 and that is going to be even more the case moving into 2024 and throughout next year. The wedding industry is a, as we all know, it's a very competitive place and being discoverable is absolutely crucial. So incorporating SEO strategies and keywords into your content can help you stand out. So think about the specific services you offer whether it's destination weddings whether you've got a niche or you are more high-end and make sure you are infusing those keywords into your captions and on your socials and on your profile as well yeah this is about like we saw this flip in 2023 didn't we where we went from more short form captions to longer form captions and then we started to see the trend of people researching on social media mm-hmm. we're gonna i'm very excited to share the story in a minute and um, where roxy joined the 21st century this past month <laughs> but what we what we found was that people were using instagram a little bit more like a search engine and actually very highly influenced by what they were seeing on Instagram, very highly influenced by the people they were following, very highly influenced by people they trust. So uh, not just now are we relying on word of mouth referrals from people that we know, but we know that this generation of people that have grown up with social media, not just Gen Z, but millennials as well, trust the brands, businesses, and influencers that they follow on social. Now, Here's my story. I I've spoke I spoke about this last last year when we did a similar podcast when we predicted what was going to happen in 2023 for Instagram. And I'm, I'm going to talk about it again in 2024 because I, I said that I was using Instagram as a search engine. I was finding inspiration for the house, like any decor projects I had, any ideas that I had or wanted to gifts, etc. And I use it exactly the same way. 
yesterday my partner was asking me oh what do you want for Christmas for the kids and I said I want one of those it's like a lamp that burns the candle wax so that you don't have to light your candles and it's better for the environment it's better for you and as well I quite like to burn a candle before I go to sleep and I just have like that nice zone in the bedroom like my nice candle on and then obviously before I go to sleep I blow that out but I don't like the smell of a burnt out candle so I was like oh I want one of these candle burners so he like got online and couldn't find anything I was like leave this to me Instagram two seconds look at this brand look at this brand look at this brand this is nice and we, there we go job done I've got that's coming for Christmas by the time you're listening to this I will be burning my candles in a new way and he wasn't even aware that that was a thing and the only way I knew that was a thing is because I've seen it on Instagram what have you been influenced by Roxy this year well what what was it I don't know what I can't remember you said I've bought something I've eventually you don't tend to buy things from no I am not easily influenced I actually think it's because I don't spend an hardly any time on social media for my life like I will go on there and update my stories but I don't I'm not really a scroller I get into a doom scroll and that is personally that is not good for my anxiety but recently Facebook and Instagram have been picking up conversations in my household and then I've been seeing things and I'm like oh but do you know what it's, it's really bothering me now because I cannot think what it is Right, I've got a little tip for you there. If you're somebody that isn't like loving what you see on socials or you feel like, I feel like that sometimes as well. I try, I try, I try not to be on my phone before bed or mm. you know, if I, if I feel like a little bit drained or a little bit burnt out, I'm like, no, I'm not going on socials. If people want me, they can call me. But I like to interact with the content that makes me feel good and then the algorithm shows me more of that content. So content that makes me feel good would be like nice quotes, nice hacks, nice things for the house, anything that brings me joy. And that and that's just from a shopping element. But other things might be, I, I follow a couple of really funny people online and then their little funny relatable stories about being a mum. Quite often I'll send you a couple of them and be like, this is, this is really funny. But I tend to just tie it and interact with the content that I find brings me joy. And then more of that, please. And it and I'm I'm not on it a lot. And I tend to use it with purpose as well. So like that story that I said where I wanted to find something to buy, I'm like, right, Instagram. But with but to link this back actually, chatbots. We're seeing more and more shopping chatbots where you can tell who bought this in this week was it zara i think zara bought bought this in this week where you can um ai can help you build an out no it wasn't zara it was h&m h&m nice and we've seen it on shop pay as well yes and i've seen it on some of the things i've i use ai with what to build me work outfits and to tell me where to go and buy them we're going to see this more and more, just to link it back to that AI thing that we've said. Anything over the world. I know what I've brought now. So I've never, ever brought anything off socials until... Not even Facebook. No. Never. Not only for an advert. Wow. Never, ever, ever. Like, I am... <laughs> I've never been influenced. So, so and what it was, was me, me and the hobby. So it was something that 
like keywords that have been picked up on, on in a conversation somewhere. And I, I was saying to the hubby, like, oh no, like the teens are getting older, they don't want to spend time with us. Like, would it be good to have like some sort of competitive interactive game we can all play or like we were talking about it and then there's like this boxing thing that I saw on my Facebook and I was like oh this is a good little interactive game it's just like a little ball thing that you strap to your head and you punch it and like it counts I brought it so I brought it as a family Christmas present by the way it's it's come like the boxes like you put it on your head right yeah you put it on your head and then it attached things touch the tv somehow and then you I thought, okay, this will get us off the sofa as well. So that's the first thing that I've ever brought from being an influence. But a lot of celebs are on there sponsored. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as well. yeah. I was like, okay, she's using it. I think like Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, no, 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 no. You have been influenced by something else, but you tagged me and I bought it. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, oh, look at this. I'm like very big into like making sure I get good sleep at the moment, aren't I? Like just some health things that are going on for me women women stuff that just gets you up in the night that's all i need to say most about most of our we're like last night was a bad one but you saw something i might it was like all nice sleep stuff and yeah, I thought, oh, like, oh yeah like, i'll get and you tagged me in it and i thought oh i'll buy i'll buy you one too so that's like a nice little thing that's yeah, so that's like and they actually brought our present that's not come yet i don't know where it's coming from around the world She's, Three she's times run. in one month, never before has this happened. So I'm finally in the 21st century. I've arrived. But let's just link this all back to SEO. What's really important for you is your services are keyworded in, yeah. your um, captions, your profile. Even still now, and we've been doing this a really long time, and we've been bashing on about this for a really long time. We've definitely been bashing on about it for the last two years. Mm. We still see Instagram profiles that are not keyword optimized and not even optimized is not even a single keyword in there so when I'm searching for wedding planners in the Midlands you're not showing up because you haven't got those keywords you haven't got those keywords in there you haven't got what you do and where you are based in there basic stuff like that so that's just something for you to have a look and then infusing those keywords the same SEO stuff that you're putting onto your website, having to think about what are those keywords, where do I want to show up, and having them on your Instagram SEO game for sure. Definitely. But when you're doing it in your captions, exactly what we'd say about websites, like make it natural and genuine and don't ram them too full where it's not coming across, like it's not reading properly. Just be really mindful about where you use them. But definitely, definitely you should be getting on this Keyword train. You don't want the train to go without you. Right, let's have a little chat about longer form video. We're seeing this more and more on TikTok. And what tends to happen is what we see on TikTok, we see on Instagram. I always think that Facebook and Instagram are like the sweet shop. They like it. But they go in and they don't really know what they want. So they're like, oh, like that's working over there. Twitter. Oh, Twitter's doing that really good. Let's let's make threads. Like, and they do that. We saw reels come out when TikTok came out and stuff like that. And they take like they have a look at what their competitors are doing and they think, how can we make this better? Yeah. So what we're seeing with TikTok is actually a trend for longer form video where people are actually sitting and watching five to ten minute videos. Way back, like 
Facebook Lives, when Facebook Lives were like big three, four, five years ago, um, maybe even longer now, six, seven years ago. Showing my age, showing my age, but not being in a live video form. But this is really good because you can leverage this trend inside your business and really go into much more depth about what it is that you do, wedding planning, any trends, showcasing those weddings that you've done. And you get to do that in a more detailed format as well. And what I loved about Facebook Live videos and what I love about video content in general is that it gives you that chance to connect to your couples on that deeper level. I know that video is something that we love to do. We are much more fans of a live vid, aren't we, Roxy, than necessarily pre-recorded vid. But it is worth you thinking about incorporating some longer form content into your strategy. I wouldn't be surprised if this time next year when we do another podcast where we're talking about um, our prediction, whether this is something that we're seeing more and more of by the by the end of 2024. I'm going to say it, it's going to be. And I think an easy way that you can dip your toe into this and get a little bit more comfortable is, no doubt, and hopefully you are, you've got blogs for your wedding business that are on your website. I'd go and have a look at the ones that are performing really well that have, that have hit the bigger numbers in the past and go and repurpose that content. And you can do a one-off video that's a bit more long form or maybe even think about splitting things up into like a little series. But you don't have to always think of brand new content. Definitely use content that you've that you've put out in there in the past and that will save a lot of time. For sure. So the last thing that we want to talk about is collaborating and connections. What something that is a relatively new feature on Instagram is being able to collaborate with other suppliers and being able to tag them into your content and come together and collaborate content together. So this works really well for like those styled shoots that you do or weddings that you've worked on together. And it's a really good time saver as well. You can collaborate with photographers, planners, florists, create some engaging content and everybody gets tagged and then when you tag those suppliers or the supplier that you're working with, that that shows up on their profile. It not only expands your reach, but it also strengthens that sense of community around your brand as well. It shows that you are collaborative. It shows that you're friendly. It increases your profile. It also shows that you work well with others. And exactly what we said about people being influenced if another wedding supplier is working with you and you're working together and that wedding supplier already has a relationship with the couple maybe they follow them on social maybe they're already interested in them you become a trusted authority too so it's just really good to start thinking about how you can approach collaborations and and be utilizing them on social media as well it is a good all-rounder for your socials and that fits in with the word that we were hearing all the way through December and and this is going to be true for all of 2024 and that's visibility like any way that you can get yourself more visible is only a good thing like why wouldn't you want to club with other people and then get get a little slice of their audience as well and if you think I don't I don't know how to collaborate with other wedding suppliers I have a think about going to a local networking event we put on networking events for wedding professionals so that you're not networking with people that are not necessarily going to get you in front of your couples going forward. We, all the people in the room have worked in the wedding industry or work in the wedding industry. 
it's really great for you to be able to get not only content at the networking event, but also to foster relationships and increase relationships. And I think not only are we now seeing like the wedding industry is back and booming from the pandemic and off the back of the pandemic, we're also seeing this connection factor being really bad. And we went out for like our Christmas meal. It was really nice to sit there and think, oh, this is way behind us now. It's back to, back to people not really thinking about like that, not mixing. People want to go out. People want to be like, do something for Christmas. People want to spend their money. They want to spend more on the things that they enjoy, which includes their wedding. And also we have seen this as well. Business owners want to connect with other business owners. So if you're a business owner thinking, I've never been to a networking event before. I don't know what I'm doing. 100% there will be somebody else in the room who has felt or does feel that way as well. And everybody in the room are all there for the same reason, to meet other people. And it's so, so important actually that you do put yourself out there in that way. So you are not feeling lonely or feel like you're doing it on your own. So there are predictions for... 2024's Instagram scenes, just to recap over them and for you to be able to get ahead on any Instagram predictions that we've given you today. First one, reels are still going to be super important and are still the best way to be reaching the most people on Instagram, but make sure that you are also including carousels and photos as they are becoming more and more crucial on Instagram as well. So the second one is AI and chatbots. Automated messages and AI comments are slowly but surely creeping in onto the gram and these allow for quicker response times and more action and engagement and it really helps keep that conversation going on Instagram without always having to send people to the link in bio. We also spoke about Instagram SEO becoming way more important. Many people, especially the younger generation, but I am also not classed as younger generation, are using social media for search instead of heading over to Google. And because of this, that optimized content will be more important for you to be able to appear in those search results and getting also a more targeted reach with an audience who are going to be looking specifically for what you offer as well. So SEO keywords is not a bad thing at all for your Instagram as well. The next one we spoke about was the longer form content and videos. They will be making their comeback in 2024 and TikTok can often be an indicator on what to expect on Instagram because that's where we are seeing the long form content now. We're talking 10 minute videos are coming through and are performing really well and we're predicting that we're going to be seeing more of that over on Instagram too. I'm really looking forward to seeing whether these things really do come to fruition. It's like last year when we did this and we're like, yeah, this this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. And the other thing, and I know we haven't really spoken about it in too much detail today, is this like authenticity word. We we touched on it, didn't we, in terms of that B-roll content. And, yeah, and that perfect content. Yeah, and having that overly edited look on Instagram now as well. And I think actually that is something that people are craving, that more realness. And although they are craving authenticity and relationships with the brands that they're buying from and they want to know what makes you tick. They don't need to see that perfect content all of the time. I think it's really important to say 
the Instagram aesthetics and look is still very important and people don't like a messy beach especially when weddings are so aesthetic and people can make very snap decisions on your quality of your work or your service or your product based on how your Instagram feed is looking we're gonna probably see more authentic personal feeds come through similar to what we're seeing on TikTok what I would like to say here is always remember that it's your decision as to what you put out there on social media. There is so much of my life that I do not share and I do not have any inclination to share. Um, and we can be a little bit different on that, can't we? Because yeah. everybody has like different levels as to what they're happy to talk about or share on a connection level with their audience or what they feel is rele- relevant to their audience, what they want to dive into. But really what it's about is any new feature that comes to Instagram, it's all about connection and connecting with your audience and your community. Like those collaboration posts, like those broadcast channels that we're seeing now as well, building that community around your brand is going to be huge next year and and way more important than ever. And I'm actually excited about that one. That's something that we are huge on anyway. We love that. So that's it. You have heard our predictions on the ground for 2024 a little bit of homework for you is now to go and have a little contemplation time about how you can interject what we've just spoke about into your strategy going into the new year and through the year as well yeah we'd love to know how you're incorporating these trends into your wedding business did any of the trends that we spoke about surprised you we would love to hear from you let us know, come and follow us over on Instagram, wedding underscore business underscore hub. Let us know what you thought of our podcast. Do share it. Like we would love for more listeners. And we'd love to be able to be sharing this content. Free, free actionable tips and content has always been a part of something that we do. And we love to bring it to you. And we love to reach new businesses that need our support and need our help and it always will be part of our own business strategy when it's to be able to provide accessible education to business owners so if you know somebody that is in the wedding industry and would enjoy this podcast please do share it with them and we would absolutely love that share it on instagram tag us and we'll come and give you a little follow as well and feel free to hop into our inbox and let us know what you've taken away from an episode, what you are implementing in. We do reply to all of you and it is me and you, isn't it, Roxy, that goes oh, on the yeah, definitely. And also, give us a little, give us a few weeks, but come and see how we are implementing these strategies inside our business as well. Some of them we've already started to integrate over on Instagram and some of them we want to play with a little bit more. So come and have a look at how we are utilising these trends on our Instagram as well. That's all for today's episode of the Web Pro Podcast. I really appreciate each and every single one of you for tuning in and then going to put work in into your business as well because that's what it's all about. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Year. The next episode is going to be around my birthday time. (laughs) Already excited. We've not even Christmas or New Year yet, and we're already like, next. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks for the next time. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wed Pro podcast. Full transcribes of this episode, plus every other episode we have done, are available at www.theweddingbusinesshub.com forward slash blogs. Thanks so much for listening. If you do have any questions about this episode or anything else at all, 
you can email us at info at the wedding business hub.com and if you are loving our episodes which i know you are make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you can stay updated with any new episodes that land we look forward to seeing you on the next episode